Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to episode one in this four-part series for Mental Health Awareness Week. My name is Herbie Hilsden and today I will be talking about loneliness and university. I started university in 2015, having attained my target grades at A-level and getting into my first choice university. I was never particularly excited for the university experience. I think on some level I was always cautious about going there but I knew that it was what I wanted to do in order to open up more opportunities for myself down the line. No matter how careful I was in managing my expectations though, I was not prepared for the first few months in particular and the experience as a whole. I don't think there was any one thing that I found hardest about university. I think it was a a whole load of different things all coming together to create something that actually was more than the sum of its parts. Um, I was very much someone who liked living at home. I liked my home comforts and moving away over the course of a day because one day you're living at home and the next you're in this new place with these new people in a room that isn't your own. It's just so jarring. And like I said, despite the fact you know what you're getting yourself in for, you don't expect the kind of upheaval you get from that moving in day. It was really tricky to make new friends. I'm not a particularly outgoing person at the best of times and being thrown into what was a block of 20 boys all sharing a kitchen, all from very different places, a very different backgrounds. I think everyone has a sort of type of person that they can click with and there wasn't a single one of those people in my halls, which I think just comes down to bad luck. Um... And despite the fact you've got your course and you've got everything else, it is the people you live with that are the people you see most just naturally. And the fact that I didn't particularly get on with any of them, though I don't think there was anyone there that I even disliked, but no one that I really clicked with and got on with, which I found really tricky, which um, inevitably led to feeling incredibly lonely, especially in my first few months of university. Um before I came home for Christmas um, and it was quite tricky to go back after Christmas but I had by that point made a couple of acquaintances that did go on to become very close friends who I still speak to today I think loneliness is a really tricky thing to manage and looking back sometimes I look at ways I could have been more outgoing or went out or done this or done that but in the moment it's so hard to get yourself to do something like that because you're just not in the right headspace I was sitting in my room missing home missing my friends missing my mum's cooking and I just couldn't get myself mentally in the right place to go downstairs and even say hi to someone because it was just such a big barrier to overcome And looking back, I think, oh, I could have done that. And there are all these different mixers and the people I became friends with. All I had to do was sit next to them and talk to them. 
and I would have been great friends with them. But it's it doesn't work like that when you're actually sitting there so sad and so upset in your room because you haven't made any friends and you've got nothing else to do. And I think getting in that right headspace is such a difficult thing to do and it's something that I struggled with throughout my whole time at university, even though, like I said, I made some very close friends in the second semester and indeed throughout the rest of university. But there's still just that mental block of the expectation and everything that you feel like you're disappointing yourself as well as other people. So I think that loneliness is something that is so isolating at its core, like in its very definition, that you end up caught in a circle of feeling isolated, so not being able to do anything about it, so feeling more isolated, and it was just like a tumbleweed gaining traction, gaining ground in my mind. I think that when it comes down to it, loneliness is something that everyone will go through at some point. But university is such a catalyst for it, being thrown into a new place. I mean, I really enjoyed the course, but that was pretty much the only thing I enjoyed because I had nothing else to do in my downtime. I mean, in my first few weeks, I was calling my mum twice a day because I just had no one else to talk to, which wasn't nice for either of us because mum knew there were better things for me to be doing, and I certainly knew that I shouldn't have been calling my mum. She She's always there for me, as, as she always has been, but that's not what university should have been about. And um, it just makes you feel so isolated in yourself that you can't do anything else with it. Like, people talk, often talk about the stress of uni work, and I never particularly had that because I always enjoyed the work I was doing. But the anxiety of every single time I'd see someone, I was like overthinking and overanalyzing what I might say and what I might do and what they might say and what they might do that I ended up just avoiding interaction altogether for days at a time in some instances and it just like I said it's it just rolls in on itself so you isolate yourself further because you feel isolated despite a lot of the struggles that I faced at university, there were a lot of positives and a lot of people who did, now looking back, really make a positive impact on me. I remember there was a boy in my block, and like I said, there wasn't anyone I was massively friends with, but there was a boy in my block who I spoke with on the first night, and he was just really open and easy to talk to. And he must have known I wasn't having a great time, and I'll always remember, despite the fact we don't speak anymore, just how much of an impact he had because no matter what I was doing he'd knock on my door and ask if I wanted to chat or if I wanted to go down for a drink or anything like that and he was a really kind person and I'm not sure whether he wanted to do any sort of counselling stuff but I remember him being quite a positive influence on a lot of the boys in the block because he was just always open for a chat and a talk and I remember one nice instance with a few once again with these boys in my block who I still don't speak to because we're just such different people that all went our different ways. It was on bonfire night in my first year. It was raining, it was wet. I went. I ran down in my socks because I had nothing else on and it was just 10 or so of us from our block in our socks walking down towards the field to try and see the fireworks with people just standing there and just enjoying something. And despite how awful 
those few months of university were, were at the beginning, that's something that I'll remember positively because it was just a nice communal moment where people didn't have to worry, didn't have to stress, you didn't have to talk, you didn't have to be anything other than just someone watching fireworks. And it really helped me sort of contextualise what I was going through and in, in many ways how to make better steps to doing stuff because it felt natural and I remember saying you get yourself stuck in a cycle of overthinking, of overanalyzing. And natural moments are hard to come by, but that was a moment that felt really natural and really nice and one that I will remember for many years to come. I think given the context of loneliness and isolation, a film that ties itself in really nicely to this is Lost in Translation, which is a film from 2003 starring Bill Murray and Scarlett Johansson and directed by Sofia Coppola. And it's about a actor called Bob, played by Bill Murray, who goes to Japan to film a commercial and is there for work. And a woman, Charlotte, played by Scarlett Johansson, who is there with her husband, who's a photographer, and they're staying in the same hotel. And it's such a beautiful film in the way it shows friendship and love that transcends friendship, because it's not even love what they experience there together for such a short amount of time. But they are very much kindred spirits in the way they think, the way they feel. And the film is constantly barraging you with the Japanese language without subtitles, which shows you just how isolated they are because they're not there to live or do anything. They're just there to work. And the fact that they don't understand a word of what's being said to them really helps us feel as lonely as they do because despite all the times in a film where they're together... We also see a lot of parts in the film where they're apart. There's lots of moments where Charlotte is walking through Japan by herself, looking at the people, looking at the culture, and just taking in this completely alien world. And I felt a lot like that with university, where I went out to town and to see what's going on, tried to see some of like the local stuff, which there wasn't much of, because I went to university near Stoke. But there's still lots of nice places of nature around there and just nice things to take in but all of that was by myself which isn't necessarily a bad thing but I think the film helps show it as something that's both good and bad that loneliness is something that happens but loneliness is also something that is never permanent both Bob and Charlotte feel very lost in their own lives and the way they find each other helps themselves feel a lot less lost in their personal lives and their professional lives just through that mutual understanding and that mutual understanding is such a tricky thing to come by because they're such different people that I think the way that they do come together and share their experiences both you see a lot of discussion about their own lives and about what they're doing the macro and the micro sort of experience that they have is something I find really personal and really interesting and I just think it's such a beautiful look at friendship at two very lonely people who, despite the fact that they find each other and they do share that 
brief time together is never permanent, but it does lead to better things, I believe, in the future. Thank you for listening to the first episode in our four-part series. Up next will be Ian talking about technology and mental health and giving some insights into some films of his choice. I hope I've given some insight into the struggles that many face, and not just myself, when going to university for the first time. And I really do hope that you'll be inspired to watch a truly beautiful film in Lost in Translation, which is currently on Netflix in the UK if you're interested in checking that out. Goodbye. <laughs>